Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the final episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs for 2022. Michelle Irivas here, your host, wishing you a wonderful new year. As we look back on the year that is about to come to a close, it's important to be reminded that everything that happened was for our benefit, for our, our learning experience, and for our growth. Earth life never promised to be easy and certainly not boring. It promised to be a place to grow and learn and explore and experience experience a whole range of emotions and sensations, some painful and confusing, and some sweet and heavenly. As the year culminates in the last few days of December, we can also look back on the year with gratitude and appreciation, appreciation for all the beauty and richness we experienced, the delightful surprises that warmed our hearts, and touched us profoundly. I hope you had an abundance of those delightful experiences. I used to shy away from doing end-of-the-year reflections and journaling. I was perfectly satisfied with a word of the year. It was simple and easy to do. I love the concept, and I picked one every year. It helped me center and ground and connect to my intentions that I had set for the year ahead. I think the reason why I never did journaling is that the weeks between Christmas and New Year's used to be chaotic and very busy, and then sooner than I realized it, it would be the third week of January, and I was not interested at all looking back at the year before that point. But this year, this year I'm making it a point of slowing down, honoring my own rhythm, and enjoying a slower pace to reflect and appreciate. So there are five categories I recommend reflecting on. I've created a 2023 New Year workbook for you. The link to sign up for the workbook is in the show notes. I hope it's helpful and you enjoy the process. Okay, so the five categories are business and career, personal growth, life goals, relationships, and spirituality. The business or career category. So here we look at our finances and our numbers. As spiritual entrepreneurs, our expenses and our income. You might need to brace yourself or celebrate or both depending 
on what your numbers look like and how happy you are with them. You might also want to take note of how much your numbers have grown, whether that's podcast downloads, number of people signing up to be on your email list, the number of people you have served. Um, Those numbers are also really nice to look at. This is helpful because we see where we fell short and what we can focus on a little more next year. We can also take a look at any work or business projects that were completed and celebrate them. We can also take a look at the projects that are incomplete and have not even in the slightest bit been tackled, which is okay. No judgment or hard feelings. We can ask how we can bring them to life next year. Maybe we can create a plan or schedule so that it's easier to make it a priority for 2023. In this category, we also consider how much or how little we have been seizing the opportunities to experience our soul's calling, what we're called to do, create, or be in this lifetime, collectively or personally. As spiritual entrepreneurs, we can take a look at whether or not we are really creating an impact, the kind of impact that we know and believe in our hearts is possible, that we can help the people we are meant to help. And if not, if you think or feel that you can help more people or you haven't reached the amount of people that you feel called to, then this is a wonderful time to plan and dream and intend in your life and business how you will do that, how you will reach all the wonderful, magnificent people that are just waiting for you, your offers and your services. The relationship category takes a look at your personal partnerships and relationships with others, what the reality is and what you would like it to be. This area could also be about our businesses, our one-on-one services or business partnerships. We can consider how much or how little we need to be in community with groups and organizations. Some of us thrive in community, and some of us need a little more private, quiet spaces. The most important thing is that we do what feeds our soul and replenishes our energy. Having relationship goals, both personal and professional, are really important. Knowing what we want is wonderful self-care. So taking that time out to tune in to ourselves, giving us the space to just be with ourselves and figure out what we really need and how to set foundations and boundaries is a wonderful form of self-care. It's a wonderful way to take care of ourselves. It makes us happier people, capable of being more present for others. That's family, friends, co-workers, and clients. Next, the personal growth category explores your personal triumphs and challenges, as well as what you would like to experience more or less of in the coming year. We can reflect on how much we have learned and the wisdom we have gained 
through learning lessons and overcoming obstacles and challenges. We can also take a look at our life purpose and if we are on track or if we veered off course. We can consider the different ways we can engage in more activities that help us do more of our life purpose. So maybe it's volunteering at a local organization. Maybe it's becoming more active with a cause that speaks to your heart. Maybe, maybe it's starting a movement of your own. Maybe it's developing a new skill set or exploring a new passion, something that speaks to your soul that motivates you in this life. So the life goal category is about what you ultimately want to create or manifest in your experience here on earth at this time. So these are the dreams, wishes, goals, and your heart's desires for your present and future experiences. So going beyond this year. So how can we start prepping for experiences we want in the future as well as what we're doing to experience them now. So life goals are a little different than personal goals. The life goals category can be considered a synthesis or a culmination of the different areas of your life. So there's a sense of feeling like you've achieved something in your lifetime, that you're making strides and you're taking steps towards achieving a purpose, or I should say a mission, or your destiny. It's different than personal growth because personal growth is more about you as an individual and life goals is more like your destiny, your life as a whole and what you create. So it's the entirety of your life on earth. The impact of your current incarnation, it's your legacy and your footprint. Finally, the fifth category, the spirituality category, looks at your relationship with God, source, spirit, the universe, whatever term speaks to you the most. What's working for you and what you'd like to improve? So naturally, this is my favorite category. It's the one that comes the easiest. It's a category that I find the most fulfilling and the most fascinating. I can't help it. It's in my DNA. It's in my Vedic astrology chart and my numerology blueprint. So in my wondering and pondering, I realized a while ago that I can gently and lovingly relate the category of spirituality with the concepts of prosperity and abundance and money. I humbly ask you don't tune me out here. I promise it's going to be okay. So here's one example. In the Bible, depending on the version, while prosperity, money, riches, gold, etc., etc., are mentioned 140 times and in more than 2,300 verses, it's mentioned more times than any other subject. So it got me thinking that God, source, the universe, is naturally abundant and full of riches. Yes, this is a statement that I believe to be true. 
I also made the connection that we too are abundant and full of riches. We just don't know it or have faith in it yet. So I suggest we ask, how can we cultivate a healthy and soulful relationship with God, universe, source, your spirit team, your guides, whatever you're called to connect with, to nurture wealth and prosperity in our lives. Perhaps our favorite spiritual practices, modalities, and rituals could be the vehicle to make that link. It's time to connect to the wisdom and wealth of spirit. Maybe 2023 is the year you make that connection. Please let me know how that goes and if I can help support you in any way. I have three friends that are pretty amazing manifestors, and I think bringing up the subject of manifesting is very helpful um, in this episode, especially since we're looking into 2023 and we're setting intentions and starting to form our goals and wishes and starting to listen to our heart's desires. So I have three friends that are amazing at manifesting. I marvel at their ability to materialize their goals, wishes, and intentions. Developing skills like theirs is way better than having access to a magic genie. So first of all, you're not limited to a number of wishes. Second of all, you can create yourself and you don't have to depend on a mythical being. And finally, you become so much more powerful by developing your skill of conscious creation. After all, that's why we incarnated on Earth, to become conscious creators. So you become the genie. Actually, truthfully, you already are the genie. You just need to work the muscles and learn how to manifest and materialize your wishes, goals, and dreams yourself. So talking to these friends and observing them, the number one thing that they all have in common is their unshakable belief that what they request or intend is going to be theirs, is already theirs, that they will, without a doubt, be experiencing their desires in the future. So one of them explained that after she sets her intentions, she just expects them to come to fruition, that it's her birthright to experience what she wants, to be, do, have, whatever she intends, not in a low vibey kind of way, not in a power hungry, gotta have it at, at all costs, at any cost kind of way. It's more like a, a powerful, confident command, a deep knowing that it's going to happen, that it's on its way, and that she simply is in a waiting period, a gestation period, until it happens. Another friend said that she sets her intention, makes up her mind on her desire, and what she wants to experience, then she simply opens up to receive it. She says that her job is just being open, 
she also recommends that you start with little things and work your way up. I think that's great advice. So in manifesting and life designing, it helps to know what you want to a certain degree of specificity. But I recommend also living room for something better beyond your imagination, your current awareness of what's possible, and to be open to possibility and magic. Because you never know, something that is better, more enticing, more pleasurable could be right at your fingertips, maybe even closer than the thing or the things that you originally thought you wanted. Lastly, I think it's a good idea to intend that it happens with ease and in flow, that it's fun and pleasurable. Because I don't know anyone who wants things to manifest and materialize in struggle, obstacles, suffering, tears, sweat, blood, you name it. I think it would be far more enjoyable and easy if we manifested in a light and simple kind of way. So my friend, as you envision what you want to experience next year, confidently command and expect with full faith that it's coming into being. And know deep down inside that you said so, and so it is. No questions, it is done. Until next year, dear friend, have a happy, healthy, joyous, abundant, fun-filled new year full of the most amazing experiences and the most delightful people imaginable. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.